Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sing it with us, everybody. Here we go. Look, 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 look. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, put your hands together for Paul Charchian from KFAN in Minneapolis, guillotineleagues.com, and the proud owner of a Jayco 486 toe behind <laughs> camper. Uh, did I get the number right? It's, the, it's a Jayco what? It, I, Jayco did not. I didn't end up going with Jayco after all. I thought I was going to oh, no. not end up going with the Jayco, um, but that's, you know, What'd you, you, get? Know, you, you shop around. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a niche one called an Ibex, you know, Ibex, Ibex. Is Ibex yeah. So I don't know, whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know much about that yeah. stuff. All right, good. But you got to take it for any winter camping in the depths. I already did. You know, we were out two weeks ago. Hold on. I already did, says Charch, on November 1st. How could you have taken it already on winter camping? Oh, that's right. You live in Minnesota. Correct. Where October is winter. That is, it was, our lows were in the mid twenties while we were out two weeks ago. So yeah. yeah, we are. We already got to test it in near Arctic conditions. Okay, charge. You know, being a child in Minnesota, twenty degrees is called shirt sleeve weather up there. <laughs> that is true. I'm talking. Are you going to take this thing camping in minus ten? That's what I want to know. I might. Don't tell me. You got to winterize it. You got to flush all the lines with antifreeze and stuff. And so you can't just like snap your fingers and undo that. So you can't just be like, oh, hey, it's a nice day in March. I'm going to go take this thing out. It doesn't right. work that way, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Topic number one today. Yes. Uh, blissfully unaware. This email from one Tim O'Connor, a.k.a. TikTok. He says, Zabe, catching up on some casts last week on a beautiful October Saturday, and I got to say, that charge is one eclectic cat. He knows Joyce Brothers better than her own mother did, and whoever that (laughs) Hedy Lamar chick was that he went on for about 20 minutes a few months ago. However, he did not know Megan Trainor. And if you recall, like two years ago when Dua Lipa was blowing up the charts, he'd never heard of her. Like, come on, bruh. You're shitting me. That's impossible. Taylor Swift, Beyonce. What else does Charge not know about? Sincerely. TikTok. Yeah. Look, I listen, this is I there are big, massive, gaping areas of pop culture that I don't know. And music is like right in there. You do an amazing job for especially for a man of your advanced age, of following young singers, young pop stars. It's just not in my wheelhouse, and, and I don't I don't know who they are. No idea. 
keeping up with the kids. You got to try to keep up with the kids, see what they're following, see what they're into these days. It's partly why I'm on TikTok. I mean, that's where the kids are. They're on TikTok. Sure. Is it a Chinese security risk? Of course. Do they have all my biometric information and my my bank accounts? Yeah, they do. But I'd rather the Chinese have them than my own government. Wait, what? Did you just say that? Oh, here we go, Zabe. All right, just kidding. Um, Yeah, so I was thinking about things that I am blissfully unaware of. Oh, right. Because we all have certain blind spots. Correct. And I'm a generalist, you know, being a talk radio host, I'm a generalist, like a doctor that's your first family doctor. He knows a little bit about everything, or she Mm -hmm. knows a little bit about everything, but is not a specialist. They'll refer to you as specialists if you need one. What am I blissfully unaware of? I would say the rap game I'm blissfully unaware of, because I just Mm. heard that Takeoff had been murdered, and it's a big deal. And people like Jamel Hill, remember her charge from ESPN yeah, fame? Right. Yeah, of course. She yeah. claimed in her tweet that Takeoff being murdered at a bowling alley in Houston as a member of uh, the Migos, a uh, big rap act, that this is akin to living through Tupac being murdered in her lifetime. Is it that big? That's what she says. Now, I got to be honest. I don't believe fucking Jamel Hill is out rolling around on 20s blaring out her <laughs> rap music like yeah amigos what's up i believe that that's not you know she's doing it to look like she's down for the cause but i may be wrong i'll talk to jay about that tomorrow Why but i'm rappers- blissfully unaware yeah. of the whole rap game who's big who's not and everything else me too and i and i you know i and it's not like it's just you know, that style of music doesn't 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 do much for me just like I don't know. Country music doesn't do much for me, so I just don't follow it that closely. What I want to know is, can you get to the top of the rap game with your name, the name on your birth certificate? Poor or do you boy. do you need to do you need to be Scarface, DMX, the Big Pun, or just Big Pun? Uh, do you have to be Pimp C, or can you just be Steve Zabin? That's a star. That's a great question. My second question on the topic list and it ties into the first one is is it a feature or is it a bug this is Mm. a great phrase have you ever heard it before Uh, oh yeah it's been thrown at me several times yes well you being in programming you being a computer Mm -hmm. guy uh this is something you know um when i first learned of it i was like oh that's fucking brilliant where you see something that's annoying it's set up a certain way and you're like god damn it why is it set up this way this is a bug that needs to be fixed. And then somebody says, no, 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 that's a feature. That's Meaning right. that's how they want it to be. They want something to be extra frustrating. So on the rap game, is rappers getting murdered brutally a feature? <laughs> this is so dark. <laughs> or a bug. I say this with the utmost oh. sincerity, sympathy, <laughs> And curiosity, Church. I don't know because if this was truly a bug, you would think there would have been big rapper summits and big media sort of like you hear about it like, hey, man, Mm -hmm. this is bullshit. We got to stop murdering each other. You know, takeoff was great with Migos and -and so-and-so is great. Like, why are we killing each other? You know, we got a beef. Let's settle it some other way. I must have missed those high-level town hall meetings because it doesn't seem like there's any great incentive 
to squash this something. And maybe it's a feature. Maybe, unfortunately, rappers have to run the risk of getting murdered to have the true credibility to sell records. I'll hang up and listen to your answer off the air. I don't know. What's it? Blissfully I, unaware. I, look, I, I can tell you this much. My Deadpool, you know, I'm in a Deadpool. That's some my, sick my, shit, you bastard. You assess, can I get in? Sick. I want in. <laughs> that's Did right. somebody clean up on Queen Elizabeth or not? <laughs> no, because she was too old. Too old, you right. Get points, you get points equal to 100 minus the age. And she was roughly 100. So it was like a zero point event. So, you know, there was no reason to do it. And that's why rap stars are all over this thing. Because they're they all by the if if you can get past like your thirties, then you can just coast into your 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 your, your posh retirement like yeah. Ice Cube, right? right. Uh, uh, Chuck D, you know those guys. You know once you get to that age, but it's can you get through? Can you get through your your twenties and thirties in one piece? So we've got there. I I don't know that that it. I don't know that getting killed in some like. East versus West gang thing, you know, necessarily validates you as a rap star. As long as as it's not you who dies, then it's good for you. Then there's some danger in the rap game. Otherwise, it's just another genre of music competing in a sea of music. Right. Right. Right? Like Um, there's no other genre that has artists murdered murdered <laughs> that's a great point actually not yeah. even murdered sculptors, often like great sculptors no great ball- ballerinas if, you know you're you, you're only considered great when you get murdered if somebody in beyonce's crew rolled up and popped a cap into taylor swift then they'd be like holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> right and that's dark but that's uh, what i'm sort of wrestling with and i don't quite know that is uh I, that might that is a good question for feature versus bug uh for and I you know what maybe Jay knows enough that he can help us with this yeah. we're just two middle-aged white guys trying to figure it out the feature bug thing was thrown at me recently when I was complaining and this is very old man so I think you'll appreciate this Abe. I was complaining that a concert that I went to was so loud that it required earplugs for everybody whole audiences and earplugs because you don't want to go deaf because it's so loud and then once you put the earplugs in now everything's all muddy right it's all distorted and it's you know right. you can't hear everything crisp and cleanly right then so i'm complaining about this and then people were throwing that at me you know the loud the loudness at the concert is a feature not a bug but I think it's just—I think there's a point at which it's too loud. I, I think they want the force of the music to reach the far corners of the event hall, no matter how big it is or how small. Mm-hmm. So if you're anywhere close to the stage, it's going to be too loud for you, I think. But they must make concert earplugs that are specifically tuned to help replicate the most fidelity of the music while turning down the overall volume to protect your ears. They must. I, I, You would think, but I have tried no less than six, seven different earplugs, including kinds that will plug most of the ear, but have got a, a tiny little canal that runs through the middle but to, that stays open. Do they have any electronics in them to try no, to fill? Okay, I've never, see, well then I've never seen that. Let's invent that. Oh. Let's Don't invent me. that. I mean, because look, these you know these AirPods now have so much. They've got chips in each pod. They're that sophisticated to do all kinds of stuff to process sound and everything else. Mm. And that's what we should have. Now, is there enough of a market for it? Probably not, because drunken kids in their you know teens and twenties they don't give a shit about their hearing. They're like, ah, oh, that's a problem yeah. for future me. 
And I don't even care about that right now. The other thing about music being loud, I used to think that loud music in bars and whatnot was a bug. It's a feature. You know what the feature is of loud music in bars? I can't hear you. I can't con- I can't talk. Nope. What's the feature of it, Charge? In a bar of, of loud music. A bar with guys and girls. Come on. I, I don't know. It, I, I don't. You, it, I, to, it, it annoys the hell out of me. It brings you closer. Oh, I have it, to, we have to yell at it right into each other's faces. It not in your face, but you have to lean in to the man or the woman that you may or may not be bringing home that night. It brings you closer. That's what bars are for. It's for bringing people together. Now, if you're out with a bunch of dudes who are married and you're not trying to hook up, then it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it is. I see. I just, I'm like, I'm, if I'm going to the bar to see the band, like that's, you know, it is first a concert hall, first and foremost, mm-hmm. then I, then I want the, then, then I want it. I want to hear the band. But if it's just a typical bar and there's some, you know, high school grade group playing in the corner, turn that crap down. Cause I'm there to talk. I want to watch sports. I want to be I with know. my friends. I don't no, want to no. hear your crappy rendition of rush. I hear you. Uh, it, the acronym for it, according to wired in a BIAF. It's not a feature. It's not a bug. It's a feature. In a biaf, it's an in a biaf. According to Wired magazine, big story called "It's not a bug. It's a feature." Trite or just right, and they argue whether or not the phrase is trite or if it's actually an appropriate expression. So we move on. Topic number three: Got kicker, sort of like the Got Milk campaign, <laughs> where they just basically hit you right between the eyes. You got milk, and they got a delicious <laughs> milk mustache. I want to ask you, Charge, with your Vikings sitting at six and one, but with a wobbly kicker. Got kicker? No, I ain't got kicker. And here's why. I got the I got a kicker in good kickers are usually kicking in like the eighty-eight percentile range, right? 88, 89, 90 percent of their field goals are makes. You know, that's where you are on kind of your just average good kicker. That's Graham Gano is a ninety percent kicker. Today, Nick Folk is a 88% kicker. The Vikings kicker is 64% on his field goals. Debbie Greg Joseph, the current kicker for the Vikings. He has missed the most extra points in the league. He's missed three extra points. And he's um, he's missed six straight kicks over 50 yards. And 50, over 50 isn't what it used to be, Zabe. Now it over 50, it's, it's just a chip shot now. The, the expectation <laughs> is going to make the over 50. It's not a chip shot, but it's a it's a kick that pro kickers are expected to make. Absolutely. 50 to 55 to is a, yeah, kick it. We know you got yes. the leg. Yes. it's a So the Vikings, you know, a team that has relatively few, you know, apparent obvious holes in it, sooner or later you need your kicker to make clutch kicks. You need your kicker to make that last, you know, that last second kick from 48 yards. And we ain't got that guy. And so I'm I'm advocating for the Vikings to do what it takes to go firm up kicker in a season that's very promising. This is the best start for this team since Brett Favre was here in 2009. Oh, no. I don't want it all going down the drain on some dumbass kicker. <laughs> you know, most famously, had one of the most accurate kickers in league history, Gary Anderson, who missed the biggest kick. In recent memory, the kick that would have sent the Vikes to the Super Bowl with Randy fucking Moss. And that would be the NFC Championship game in 1998. And no, I'm not over it. And yes, I was in the building. And it was it's the most heartbreaking loss 
for me in the history of my sports fandom. Uh, No doubt about it. And then there was the Blair Witch Project, otherwise known as Blair Walsh, who (laughs) gacked a game winner from about 19 yards inside the 10 almost. Correct. uh, In freezing cold outdoor weather when you were building the new stadium. And that was in the first round game against the Seahawks, the Legion of Boom. That's right. And the Seahawks Seahawks went on to the Super Bowl that year. Right. And that was an elite Vikings defense that had every opportunity to go on a long playoff run and went belly up from our dumbass. Has there ever been a deadline deal for a kicker in the NFL? A deadline deal for a kicker? I can't remember one. I don't think so. But I would do one. I would do it for sure. Now, to tell you how tortured we are on our kicker situation, to not to go too deep into Vikings kicker because who the hell cares, but this team blew a, th- a fourth-round pick on a kicker three years ago named Daniel Carlson. And then he went out and had a shaky week one. And then in week two, the Vikings were at the Packers. And he had a bad game against the Packers, including missing uh, what would have been, I think, two different game-winning opportunities. So we cut him, Daniel Carlson, the Raiders picked him up, and he has since been literally the best stud. kicker in the NFL. Right. Absolute stud. Uh, six foot five out of Auburn, Daniel Wilhelm Carlson. That's why you got to have GMs that say, okay, listen, we're not going to freak out. This guy can Correct. really womp it. He's a great kicker. He's going to sort it out. We're not throwing him away. And by the way, we got a fourth round pick invested. So. Calm yeah. the fuck down, everybody. If you have to bring in somebody, tell Carlson, look, we're going to give you a hamstring injury. Just fucking go with it, all right? Just <laughs> stay out. Seriously, yeah, right. just stay out a couple weeks. We got this veteran slappy in here, and right. uh, and we're going to bring it back. We're not going to do anything rash. Well, and they they could have done that, but teams never kick, never keep two kickers or whatever. It's, it's, so we've been tortured by kickers here. You I R them then. I R them then. Just keep you got to get to know who can fucking kick and who can't kick by the nature of their size, their mental makeup, their leg, the way it flies, and everything else. By the way, have you ever stood next to and watched a fifty-plus yard field goal in person? No, you know, I don't think I have like okay. at field level. You mean? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So basically a couple years ago, five years ago, almost now at uh 980 in DC, we held a really cool event, an adult punt, pass and kick that was co-sponsored by the Redskins themselves. So they let us use their practice bubble. And cool. so a select number of people that uh, signed up got to come in and run around and try to kick a field goal. And there mm-hmm. was, of course, you know, 90% of the people could barely get above the bar height. Few people were okay, but then there was a couple of ex-soccer players that played in college oh. that knew how to kick. Yeah, and one of these guys was booting fifty yarders. Let me tell you, you see a fifty yarder, you hear a fifty yarder from an amateur slap who played Division Three <laughs> soccer at Bowden, <laughs> right? And it looks like the most magnificent thing. It goes <laughs> boom, and it flies, and it flies, and you're like, fuck. Damn. And, and and imagine a pro kicker and one of the better pro kickers with a monster leg who's a 6'5 athlete like a Carlson or like a uh, who's the guy in Kansas City who's a big dude who can walk. Harrison it. Butker. Butker, exactly. Or, of course, the goat of kickers, uh, the great Justin Tucker. You watch yeah. them kick at field level, it would it would make you fucking just drop your jaw, I'm sure. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, uh, cut four uh, today or topic four, clumps. Of NFL teams. Normally, mm. I do tears of a clown, but I've decided to clump teams. Okay. Because I got clumps. And you tell me if these clumps are named correctly and if you disagree with them. I've okay. got the elite clump. I've got the fraud clump. I got the write-off clump. I got the you-can-have-them clump. I got the not-going-to-doubt-them clump. I got the <laughs> balls of confusion clump. <laughs> the irrational hope clump. <laughs> and the disgusting clump. That's a lot of clumps. That's a lot of clumpage right well, there. Well, it's it's like this like the bag of candy after Halloween. I've sorted them all out into piles. All right? Here we go. All right. The elite right. 3 are obvious. Buffalo, uh Philadelphia, Kansas City. I'll rank the 3 as I see them in the elite 3 and I'd rank Buffalo 1, Chiefs 2, Eagles 3. I think you got the you're not giving the Eagles enough respect in their defense. They got the best defense out of those three teams. I would go Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City. Okay, and the fraud clump. I got the five and two Jets, the six and two Giants, and the six and one Vikings. And that's my fraud <laughs> clump right there. What? <laughs> what? How dare you? Now listen. I think you guys have a good team. I'm a huge Kirk fan. Another touchdown game for him. That's 36 in a row. Current longest streak in the NFL. Uh, 37. Thank you very much. He is now past Brett Favre's uh, previous th- uh, streak. He was at 36, I believe. And so, ran yeah. for a touchdown. Improbably. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yes. I'm very pro-Kirk, but I'm obligated as a Packer fan now to be anti-Viking. That said, do you think the team is legit good? Uh, good. Okay. That's it. That's the, that is the adjective I would use. Good, good. but not legit good. They're good, not, trending they're too legit. Good. Are they as good as is they are they as good as their record? No. Okay. Uh, my write-offs include the three and five Packers, the three oh. and five Cardinals, the three and four Rams, and the three and five Saints. Despite their shutout of Las Vegas last week, I'm sorry. Now, write-offs. But, what yeah. constitutes a write-off? That's well, like you know I'm done know. with these teams. The season's over. You've written them off. Well, just like the classic line in Seinfeld. What? What do you mean write-off? Jerry <laughs> or Kramer, well, they're the ones writing them off. Write-offs have to be teams that were assumed or thought or hoped to be really good mm-hmm. and just are not going to make it to really good. The Packers are not going to make it to really good. Arizona's not going to make it to really good. Same thing for the Rams. I believe the same thing for the New Orleans Saints with Andy fucking Dalton at quarterback. Give me the have the guts to put Tampa Bay three and five into that category. I they could fit do the that. Definition. I could write them off, even though their division is so awful. You want me to write them off? 
Yeah, right off that offense. The offense is so broken right now. Brady looks distracted and disinterested, and the defense isn't what it used to be. They used to survive on an elite run defense. It's a middle of the pack run defense now. That's there. This is this is who they are, and you, their only hope of scratching their way into the playoffs is because they're in the worst division in football by a mile. Do you believe they could have a post-divorce surge? Mm, I did. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> most most men do. <laughs> Many women do, too, as well. But anyway, all right, how about the you can have them clump? Meaning, yeah, you can have them. Four yeah. and four New England. Nah, you can yeah. have them. Yeah, yeah. The four and three Chargers. You can have them. Yeah, that sounds right. And two and six Carolina, you can have them, even though they're a nice story. Yeah. Okay. The no, I'm not going to doubt them group where I'm like, eh, I can see people clawing at them saying they don't do this, they don't do that. But I, I think they're legit. So I'm not going to shade them. Four and four San Francisco, six and two Dallas, five and two Tennessee, mm. five and three Baltimore, and five and three Miami. I'm not going to shade those teams. No, you- Miami's fascinating, aren't they? Oh, you know, defense isn't great, but you've got this, you've got an offense that is running at a very, very high level. Do you, uh, do you want to shade any of those teams in there? Zip through the list one more time. San I got distracted Fran. because the Vikings just made a, a huge trade. Whoa, what? Breaking news. Let's hear it. Breaking news as it's happening. It's new to us. Then the last five minutes. The Vikings have acquired former first-round pick T.J. Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions. Wow. He was, I think, the sixth player taken in that draft Tight years end, T.J. Hawkinson. Yes, and I know for a fact that front office loved him at wow. the draft that year. And that's a huge move for a team that has struggled at this position. Yeah. That is a That's a going for it. That's a going for the playoffs move right there. Wow. What do they give up to get them? They are giving up a second rounder next year, okay. a fourth rounder the year after that, and a fourth rounder next year as well. Wow. So meanwhile, two second rounders. Meanwhile, as we are approaching three hours from the trade deadline, here's what's happening at 1265 Lombardi in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Right now, live looking. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Packers are cap-strapped, but there's always creative ways. Telling to me, Charge, was when LaFleur said yesterday, you know, we're always in discussions about players, but we're not going to make any silly trades. And I said, Mm. the fuck does that mean? Silly. (laughs) Like, it's a trade. What what do you mean, silly? Just a fucking... What does silly even mean? Why do you have to say silly? And you know what it it belies, Church? And as a Viking fan, you'll probably be like, amen. It belies an arrogance of aristocracy with the Green Bay Packers, where they're like, we're not going to do silly trades. We draft and we develop and we win because we're better than everybody else. That's what I took from that word silly. Yeah, that you know, that's just managing expectations right there. Nobody makes it. No GM has ever made a trade to it. Oh, we're just doing it to be sick. I kind of got carried away there. Had a few drinks over lunch, came back and traded a first round pick for a wide receiver. Yeah. You know, it's like and the, if some fans are saying one player is not going to save the season. I'm like, what the fuck thinking is that? 
Like it, it not saying it'll save, but it could help. You know, it, it can help a lot. Help. And, the, the and there are examples. There are examples left and right of that one player. You're like, okay, this really, this guy really helped. Fucking Rams got Odell Beckham Jr. last year. Yeah. I mean, come on, that helped. Okay. It helped. Oh, it helped a ton. Yeah, yes. it did. All right, uh, my balls of confusion. Balls of confusion. So these are these are teams in which you are confused, or they are confused about their own identity. What? Explain what that. I'm means. not ready to write them off. Okay, but they put out wildly different looking efforts every week, and that would be four and four Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and three and five Denver. Maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I'm drinking the nano bubble water from Russell Wilson. I just believe if if Russell can get two clicks better. If he's playing as a four right now on a scale of one to ten, which may be generous, which is, a, which is about it's a at, that is that might be generous, but that's about right. Okay, and that's so a- so if he was at his best, if he was an eight, right, because he's not a nine or a ten like Brady or Rogers. Uh, yeah. If he was at best an eight, if he's now at a four, if he can go click click to a six, I think Denver with that defense can still be heard from. So I'm putting you in the ball of confusion. Maybe I'm crazy. I think I think you're the only reason you're not crazy is the pass defense is awesome. It is yeah, it really it is, is so good. The no fly they zone have, still enforced. Yep. Get this. Last five games, they've given up one passing touchdown. Think about that. It's, it's staggering in today's NFL. That is crazy. Okay, my irrational hope clump. Two and six Jacksonville, who I don't think I think they're the king of not as bad as their record. Two and six Jacksonville. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Three and five Cleveland. Irrational hope fueled, especially by last night's beatdown win. Four and yeah. four Washington riding a three-game wave of irrational hope in Taylor Heineke. <laughs> well, and, and the huge revenge. We have a dual revenge game for Washington this week. Kirk goes back to Washington. Taylor Heineke comes back to Minnesota where he started his career. Double revenge game. Wow. Wait, Kirk can't go back to Washington, and Heineke can't go back to Minnesota at the same week. Well, he's playing Minnesota. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Like, Hold on. Tech, a second. Yes, you are correct. All Tim, right, you are. Is correct. this this is not Kirk's first return to DC? Is it? Um, I'd have to look no. that up. All right, I'm also putting a division leader in the irrational hope category. They are the four and four Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, Falcons. has to be the Falcons. The team that never saw a pass that they liked or a run they didn't love. That is a weird, <laughs> weird team, Zabe. They're bad. They're bad at basically everything. I mean, here's yeah. you know, they're a bad run defense. They're a bad pass defense. They never throw the ball. So the pass offense is terrible and ranks at the bottom. And then who's how are they running? They're running with Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson's hurt. I mean, you know, Chet Huntley. It's a, it is a it is it's amazing that the Falcons have managed to stagger their way to four and four. They got obviously a huge huge break. Carolina should have won last week, right. which would have vaulted them into first place. But still, it's unbelievable that that team is sitting atop their division at this stage. And then finally, the disgusting six, disgusting teams. Two and six Pittsburgh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Three, four and one Indianapolis. Yeah. Blowing leads. Poor Jonathan Taylor is killing fantasy leagues left Dolph, and right. An assassin for your fantasy team. <laughs> and the they owner is meddling. And the owner is yeah. meddling in the quarterback yeah, situation. True. Disgusting yes. team. Two and five Vegas is now disgusting. To get shut out they are. is disgusting. One, no, five, and one is- Houston. Disgusting. Yes. Three and five Chicago is disgusting. 
even though they've won three games, and one and six Detroit now, especially trading TJ Hawkinson. Disgusting. Any yeah, complaints? I can't, I can't argue with much of that. The only one I'm going to, the only one I'll give you pushback on is Chicago. Justin Fields playing noticeably better, and they've invested all these draft picks into a young secondary that up until last week when they got rocked by Dak Prescott had played very well. Chicago is a, is, is is going to I think Chicago is going to find its way into being a team that's alive for the playoffs in December. I'm not going to call them a playoff team. I think if one team out of that group is going to scrabble its way back into contention, Chicago right. Bears. Okay, two dog stories and we're done. Right. Uh they're they're not the most aw warm and fuzzy, but I know you're a dog owner, you got to have some yes. thoughts on this. Dog story number 1 is Family turns beloved dead golden retriever into rug. What? Oh, yeah. There's a picture of it. Oh, it's like a bear. Like a bear you shot in the woods. You turned Fido into a throw rug. Fair or foul? Man. Oh, totally foul. You're like, okay, I love this dog so much. I need to walk on him after walk on him in the grave. Imagine literally putting, walk on his grave. Imagine, I mean, walking on your dog. Imagine putting your dog's furry skin on your lap and just petting it, thinking, "Yes, this used to be a lovable creature that I had a bond with." Oh God, no! Don't do that. It was in Australia, horrible. so don't do now, that. Now, is it weird? Let me ask this: if if we're talking about pets in the grave, is it weird to keep some of your pet's DNA for someday when it becomes? presumably affordable to re you know to break to clone your pet and bring your dog back some years later weird or not weird that's weird that's to me that's that i know it's a thing because they want to clone the dna and they'll think oh look he's just like fido was because he's got his mm-hmm. dna yeah okay they're all dogs you know they, they have very simple brains okay they respond to the same basic sets of stimuli but god bless them okay and then there's this one in Mexico, a dog was spotted running through the streets of Zacatecas with a severed head in its Ooh. mouth. Ooh. Yeah, cartels down there. So <laughs> they say that the police investigating this crime, of course, they're not going to get to the bottom of it. It's cartels. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> no. They said they had to pry the head oh, from oh, the hungry dog's no. mouth. You know how dogs can be with a tennis ball or a dead bird or a squirrel. Imagine them with the mother of all finds. Wow. A severed human You're just like pumping gas. And here comes a dog trotting down the center of the street with a head in oh, its mouth. Oh, hey there, Rover. What do you got? Oh, my God. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, Charge is going to be a big day for you boys on radio in Minnesota. I'll oh, let you get yeah. to it. It's going to be fun. As always, guillotineleagues.com. Guillotineleagues.com. We'll talk next week, Charge. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. That's a wrap for today. How about that? Trade deadline kapow-pow in Minnesota. Rate and review. Spread the word. Helps with the algorithm. Thank you very much for listening and downloading. And, of course, if you want more of me, Fridays. Jump on in. Five bucks a month. I know. I'm killing you, right? Get uh, 12 months for the price of 11 if you sign up for a whole year. Otherwise, go month to month. Cancel any time. And we will see you next time.
Okay, everyone, like this is me on the drums. Oh, eh? get out. It is not your life. So Stop I learned. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.